Welcome to the Alpha Female Podcast with me, your host, Robin Baldwin. This show is to inspire you to embrace living like an alpha female. But what is an alpha female? An alpha female is a powerful and assertive woman. Her confidence is due to being an intelligent and intellectual problem solver. She chooses ambition and is proud of it, but strives for a happy and healthy work-life harmony. An alpha female is the brightest star in her constellation and shines when she stays true to her authentic self. She puts herself first so that she can have more energy for those around her. She sticks to her priorities, is never complacent about striving for better, and nurtures relationships with all the people in her life. So let's get started. You are listening to the Alpha Female Podcast, Episode 74. All links and show notes can be found at robinbaldwin.com forward slash podcast. Today on the show, we're talking to Farah Foster Manning. Farah inspires possibility. After leaving the corporate world, she is now a full-time nutritional network marketing professional, a biohacker and lifestyle blogger over at farahfostermanning.com, a brand ambassador and elite worldwide triathlete. Her ability to balance her active lifestyle with her immense family involvement is her passion, and her me time consists of running, swimming, cycling, and occasional yoga. The fact that you can get in occasional yoga and all of that is amazing. The rest of her time is spent traveling, volunteering, focusing on her four amazing children, many dates with her husband, and intense training for upcoming races. She calls herself the energy guru after finding a life balance. So welcome to the show, Farah. Thank you so much, Robin. It's such an honor to be on. Mm, I'm excited to have you because you definitely embody everything that I think an alpha de- uh, fe- that I think an alpha female is. So, um, what did you think of the definition, and how do you see yourself as one? It was kind of funny when I was reading the definition. Every sentence it felt like me. I was like, "Are you talking about me?" And it, it was kind of awesome, you know, because I was like okay, there must be more of me out there. And I know there is because I connect a lot with several women uh, that are this definition. And it's just, my world has opened up to this. Uh, I know that, you know, in it's just inspiring to connect with other people. The definition is amazing. And I'm so happy that you actually have it on paper. Like it's just, it's just real now. Mm, Yeah. And it was, um, all of these things were kind of um, embodying how I showed up into the world. And I haven't um, put this on the podcast in a while, but the entire podcast was inspired by a hate thread online with someone saying, like, what gives her the right to call herself an alpha female? And I was like, well, just watch me. I'm going to create a movement around it. <laughs> um, so. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So it's just nice to know that there really are other people out there. Uh, It's the whole tribe building mentality, like find people that like lift you up, have similar interests um, and are, you know, showing up in the world in an unapologetic way. Um, And if we can help each other out and support each other, then that just makes life so much more amazing. I agree. I think it's just terribly exciting when you meet more alpha females around. It's almost like you are one, you give out and they come, you know, and it's just, and it's okay. It's okay to be that. Like you said, you know, um, there's so many, there's so much negativity in the world. I think that it's really turning into a, a positive world. The more people you realize are similar to you, 
and that you connect with. And this is just, this is totally it. Yeah. And I love the fact that connection is becoming a really big theme in my life. I was telling someone that my podcast is really kind of selfish in nature. Like I get to sit and chat with amazing women and basically like like (laughs) reignite the phone call, which barely exists anymore. Like how often do we sit on the phone and talk to someone for 30 to 40 minutes anymore? So I basically get that in my life and I get to fill my cup up and then introduce, you know, the listeners to amazing women. So I absolutely love it. No, I, I, I totally agree with that. And that's the thing connection. We're so, so many of us are just in the house more or less these days or on your little texture or, you know, it's always text and it's always this and that. It's like, you need to get back to, the classic stuff, the classic meaningful stuff that, you know, we used to do. I mean, how exciting was it to actually get phone calls? It was scary at the same time because you didn't know who was actually ringing you. But yet it was awesome just to sit and talk to your friends or family for, you know, actually it would turn into an hour. So it's not that three minute, you know, video we watch anymore or that, you know, 30 minute conversation on text or less. It's, it's actually live and it's it's just real real is where it's at these days right it's good to get back to it we're both network marketers and so um it's actually been interesting building a business because i you know you bring phone calls back into the mix so when i jump on the phone with someone to explain products or welcome a new customer and take them through like a membership overview, it's on the phone. And it's like the same thing. It's like, I get to sit down and like actually talk on the phone and connect with someone. Um, and so yes, yes, I'm building a business and yes, I'm selling product, but I'm also building amazing connections. And that's why they call it connection marketing. Um, and, uh, it's absolutely filling my cup up in like more than one way. It is. And it's, you know what, I think that's a thing. It's like, I know even my kids, you know, they got onto their, you know, their iPads or what have you. And it's like, come back to reality. I'm here. You're here. Let's go talk. To, that's why I'm always bringing them, dragging them to the park or, you know, we're always doing stuff outside of the house or outside of the computer or TV, because it's just, I think the world has gotten so into the shell like that. A lot of people call that their time, you know, to rejuvenate to rest or what have you, but it's not, you know, connection is the biggest part. That's, that's when you rejuvenate, you share stories, you connect, you, you know, it's, it's just amazing that way. And, and I don't know, I think being the same as you when I'm out there, it's just, I'm so interested in what people have to say and their stories and their day, like people really excite me, you know? My iPhone doesn't excite me anymore. Facebook doesn't excite me. It doesn't. People excite me. Yeah. And I'm not like, I don't want to diminish social media completely. Like I, I believe in the harmony between real life and social media because um, like we would never have connected without it. I wouldn't connect with most of my guests without social media. And, you know, I'm, I'm embracing new ways to communicate. Um, like the fact that I can send videos to three of like my best girlfriends who live on the other side of Canada from me. And on a daily basis, we're sending videos back and forth or Snapchats or Instagram stories, um, to see what's going on in each other's lives. Like I totally value that. Um, but yeah, but bringing back like in person. Absolutely. When we use it the right way, I think that with 
the gain of knowledge with technology and how it advances, when you really use it the right way, it's used the right way. You know, and like you said, connecting. I mean, I would have never connected with my old high school friends or, you know, people that I just meet daily. Like, it's just, it's so surreal, actually. You awesome. know, so, totally not knocking it at all. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> nothing like sitting beside somebody and, and having, you know, that talk. Like, it's just, it's cool too. Right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, so let's get in. What are you um, most passionate about these days? Oh my. Okay. My passion really, oh, my passion changes daily. You know, the world just has so much to offer, but I'm passionate. Here we go. Passionate about change and passionate. I've been about toxic free living. So basically with change, I meet so many people on daily basis and, you know, I think change is one challenge that a lot of people have, um, that they can't grasp. And I, I don't know, I feel like it's my calling to lessen the burden for them, show them as an example that it's okay. Change is good because you know what, if you don't almost control it, it's going to control you at some point. Things happen. We live in a world where the time ticks, the clocks turn, uh, we go through different things daily. So it literally, we are changing daily, but if there's a way to kind of control it and determine your change, all the better. Mm. Right. Yeah, so true. Okay, so share with us a bit how you structure your life to take care of yourself. What does your work-life harmony look like? Oh, my, my work-life harmony. Oh, yes, it's one of those, right? I, you know what? Now it's good. I feel like it's controlled to a certain point. I uh, Let's see here, you know, Every day is a new day, right? And um, the business that I run allows me to, you know, dictate my hours towards it. Meanwhile, I have my four-year-old at home. So, you know, I dictate my time with him. It just, it's different things. My, my, my life is very full. It honestly is. But I determine my time with who and what basically. I love that you say full though, instead of busy. It's very full. Yeah. But, but that's so much better to kind of identify the fact that you have created fullness in your life, but you're not using like stressful words like busy. (laughs) No, you know, that's the thing. I I used to use the word busy because everybody does, right? Because it's, it's just, everybody's busy. Yes. But full, my full is controllable. My full is controllable. Busy is uncontrollable, I think. So, you know, when you bring it back to being a full life, then it's more awesome. You know, it's not, you know, you go through things, you, you can't control 100% of the things, but yet if you can control most of it, your whole mindset, your whole life does change. So share with us, um, just to give people a perspective on what are the ages of the four kids? Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> Taya, she is my oldest. She's 18 currently. She is awesome. She's actually at university currently in Toronto. So she's out of the household, which is good and bad at the same time. And uh, then there's Taryn, who's 10. And she is my, she loves horses with a passion. She's very, very interesting. My eight year old Jackson, he is a boy. He loves sports and 
he's always getting his clothes dirty. So I'm always, gosh, I don't even know how he keeps clothes in his closet. And uh, Nori, my youngest, he's four. And uh, he's always with me. He goes through uh, Montessori a couple days a week, but he is, uh, he's something else. He's an old soul for sure. Does he help you um, train? Like, do you put him in a running stroller or the back of the bike? <laughs> you know what I used to, but he got too heavy. <laughs> so, well, literally my training happens before the kids wake up and after they're asleep. So I, yeah, no, I actually might, I don't train while the kids are home. Um, I might throw occasional run in, but it's usually up and down our road with the kids outside. So I don't really let my training interfere with my family too much because that could be bad. <laughs> That's good. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Okay. So share with us a time when you actually saw work and life as something you needed to balance and it was out of whack. And what was like an aha moment that you just said, enough is enough. Like I need to take care of myself. It was actually three years ago. I didn't want to go back to my job. I had an amazing job. I, at that time I was in the, um, food and beverage industry, pharmaceutical sales also, and, uh, very, I'm going to say busy. Then I was busy and, um, I had Nori. So he was my last baby. And I just, I just said, there has to be more to life than running around to five different cities a day and putting my children into Montessori and kissing them goodbye. So somebody else raises them, you know, I don't know. I really appreciated the last birth and cause I knew it was going to be my last, it was going to be the last birth. So, you know, just we absorbed him so much because we could. And uh, then I'm like, there, there's a better way. There has to be a better way. My friend came to me, actually approached me and said, there's a better way. So I gave it a chance. I did. I gave it a chance. And ever since then, everything, everything changed, but in a compound way, baby steps, right? So it just, it, I think every day it just gets better and better. You know, when you realize how privileged you are that you took the chance that, you know, it's working and I get to determine a lot of things in my life now, instead of having somebody control my life. Yeah. And it's such a, such a theme with, um, the kind of the, the mad entrance of people into network marketing or the entrepreneurial world, um, creating their own businesses is, being able to schedule their own lives, create their own, um, time freedom and be there for their families. Uh, because it is so hard to, to leave them at home and, uh, you know, be in a certain place that is not always of your choosing for an entire day. Yeah. I, you know what? I just don't think that there's really any mother that likes doing that, you know, and, but I know a lot of, different. A lot of people don't understand that there is other options. You know, we were always taught, go to school, get your degree, go work in your cubicle, you know, get married, have kids, retire. That's it. Right. That, but the whole concept has changed now that there's a system that works better for us. And it's just, it's almost exciting and it really, really kickstarts your life. I think. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into nitty gritties of how you take care of yourself. So share with us first, how do you nourish yourself on a daily basis? Oh, wow. Okay. Basically I do it all with natural nutrition. Um, the, 
I well with the company that I'm with, they have amazing stuff. So I'm always absorbing everything that I could and that I can actually, it did give me the energy originally three years ago. So it kind of trickled into from running to, it just kept going from that point, I think. So every day I have my Aegis Essentials with product B. It's, uh, it's basically a bunch of different multivitamins uh, extending your telomere. It's telomere support, which means you're going to reverse an age. I love that. Uh, my Ionics tea, it's just the warm beverage because I love it in the morning and I call it my mama juice because it doesn't make me go crazy on the kids. Every mom needs that. <laughs> I also do, um, actually just throughout the day, I do hot turmeric and pepper water, which I don't know if that sounds crazy, but I just feel that it's, it's, it, I don't know. It just makes me feel good or lemon water, hot lemon water throughout the day too. And I shots, which is also uh, a product that is in the company. And oh yeah, there's I have two a day of that. But when I train, I I do eliminate caffeine, so I'm actually kicking that soon, which is making me upset. But that's how it works. Yeah, and I I also do actually in the morning before noon, um, circadian rhythm, which I'm always on my phone or the computer. Are. So I look, I literally stare at the sunlight for, I try three to five minutes and, um, it actually helps me sleep better at night. Gotcha. Just getting that Absolutely. vitamin D in. The sun is amazing. amazing. Yeah. Um, so you're cutting caffeine, which means you're getting ready for a race. What are you training for? I've been training since September. So it's kind of funny. Triathlete life. You don't stop. There's never, I swear, it's just always back to back. There's no like, oh, I'm going to take two weeks off and do absolutely nothing. It doesn't work like that. So September, basically the races end September and my race season is starting in a couple weeks. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, I'm cutting back caffeine shortly because that when you do racing, you want to have that caffeine on that day to kick you into high gear basically. Gotcha. So what's your favorite triathlon distance? Oh, well, <laughs> it's better. No. Actually, the sprint was pretty good. I like the sprint. Um, it was, it was challenging for me. I mean, you know, that's the thing. Every race is different. Every single one of them. So, you know, I keep favoring the sprint distance. And, uh, originally I started with, it was called the try a try, which is just get into the triathlon, just see how it is. And, uh, that was great. I mean, of course, when you first start and then you want to always, you know, improve. So keep going, keep, uh, going up in distances basically. Now, have you attempted the Ironman? Not yet. Not yet. Is it, it on is. the Actually, goals list? I have this on my vision board. I want to do Cozumel. That is my, we travel to Cozumel quite a bit and, uh, I'm like, no, I need to put my feet on this. I want to swim in the ocean. I want to put my feet on these roads. Cozumel is it. So I'm not going to do it this year. I'm going to do it next year. Actually. Yeah. My mm, schedule is awesome. pretty solid this year already. So I'm, yeah, you can't really, um, add too much or you keel over, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you're training on a daily basis, 
when are you doing like long rides or long runs? Are you trying to kind of like balance that out? Well, within yeah, the week? Um, actually, well, I'm part of the triathlon group here in Woodstock and we have it pretty set up with the long rides and runs. So long rides are usually Saturday. So, you know, in the morning, my husband basically, you know, settles with the kids, plays with them for the couple hours. And then my long run is on Sundays. So I usually do it early, early in the morning or late at night, again, with a headlamp, because I live in the country kind of and things creep me out. So yeah, it's one of those things. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't like I, I haven't been getting out because I hate um, I hate running in the dark. Uh, even if I'm running with my big German shepherd Husky who will protect me from everything, like still terrifies me to run in the morning or at night when it starts to get dark. Um, so I have to like wait for the weekends for my long runs and, um, it's hard cause I like want to, I want to step up the training and I'm so thankful for daylight savings time. I'm not even lying. I know. <laughs> it's one of those fears. Honestly, the dark does scare me a bit with like just things out here. I don't, I'm a city girl. So for me to even be out here is just like, okay, okay. I just jumped over a worm. Keep going, keep going. Right. Like the littlest things just freak me out, but, but it's just, it's the fair moment comes in. Okay. Get real, right. Get real. It didn't hurt to keep going. You know, we do have a, a few coyotes out here. So that always kind of creeps me out. Cause I'm just like, all right, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how close they get. I haven't really researched coyotes yet to see if they'd actually come to you, but I just think wild dogs and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I um, I absolutely love country living. I love being um, out in nature, but I like I refuse to go anywhere unless I'm carrying. Like I will, if I'm scared too. Like I'll put my keys in my hand. Like I will claw. I will claw that animal with keys if I have to. Um, but I'm thankful I have a dog that looks like a wolf, so I'll need run to with him. Dog, because <laughs> my rabbit. Yeah. Cut it. Everything wants to eat the rabbit and. He's not a good runner either. Go figure. He's a rabbit, but no. <laughs> yeah. So when do you actually fit in yoga? When I, you know what? When I wake up, if I, you know, either when I wake up right before my run or my swim or quickly right after, I usually wake up about five o'clock and yeah, I'm one of those. I'm one of those people. And, uh, cause I just like to get a couple hours in for my full day span. It just, I, I get more accomplished, I think. And, um, yeah, you know, and like I said, it's a- occasional because I'm, yeah, I'm full, I'm full of stuff. So, you know, when I just feel the need, when my body's yearning it, then I do it, you know, it's important to keep your body, you know, all the training and all the, um, stress you put on it. You also need mind work and muscle work, body work, right? So it's, it's all balance. It's, you really just have to balance. Yeah. I'm okay with work-life harmony being all about harmony and making it flow together, but I'm all about like training balance and making sure you're getting equal parts of like pushing and Absolutely. rest. Cause you can't, do it all. There's no way, you know, so you have to fit it in. You have to make time for that in order to be successful. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I hear you. So how do you wind down at night and reduce any stress that may have built up? I love, okay. So usually I put the kids to sleep about eight o'clock 
Uh, it depends on the day because sometimes I go swimming at eight ten to nine ten. But um, from nine o'clock on, I well, I like to get seven and a half sleep, seven and a half hours of rest. So half hour is basically my wind down time. Not kidding you. I'm usually listening to a podcast, or I I have four books on the go on my side table right now. So whatever I'm in the, I know, whatever I'm in the mood for, I pick up where I left off and just read about five to ten pages. So probably that's why I have so many books on the go because I just you know. Uh, and I really find that, you know, the circadian rhythm helps me get into the mode. I shut all my, I shut my computer down. I shut my phone off. I turn all Wi-Fi off of everything in the house and, uh, I have my bedtime belly buster and I write down my schedule for the next day or what I was grateful for, for that day. I love that you have four books on the go. Um, it's interesting. I used to be of the mentality, like you pick up a book, you have to finish it. And I've even, you know, now started actually like putting books down and being like, mm, you know what? I don't even want to read this. Like, nope, not going to do it. I'll pick up another one. Um, and now it's, now it's based on mood. It's like, do I need some self-development or do I need some fiction or do I need just like really bad I chiclet? Think that's what it is. <laughs> like I swear my eyes just zone into whatever one I'm feeling at that moment. And it's kind of cool. Cause you don't know as soon as you open that page, you don't know what's coming. Right. But you know, it's kind of what you need. So it's, it's just, I find it amazing. And that's the thing. I, I don't know. I try to read a whole book at a time, you know, but honestly, I like variety still. So, you know, and it's just, it's great. It's great for everything. That's super cool. So share with us what, like, what are the four books right now? I haven't asked this question in a while, but I love finding out what people are okay, reading. Cool. All right. So for sure you are, is it called you are a badass? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, by Jen Sincero. I'm giving yes. away a copy on the podcast in uh, this. Yeah, this episode airs in June, but I'm giving away a copy in April and May. So this will have aired after. But yeah, a lucky listener is now reading the book. How does that even work out? I find that book like, you know, there's so much to it. Like you, every sentence she has is like, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's almost like, I don't know. I have to read it in bits and parts and really absorb it. Right. Cause it's just, it's full of awesome. It is. Um, I'm reading, I always reread the compound effect by Dar- uh, Darren Hardy. I don't know if you've read that one yet. Uh, I love the biohackers guide by Anthony DiClemente. He is a great person. He is actually out of Chicago and he has awesome biohack uh, tips and tricks for bettering your life. Basically. Um, what else? There's a fourth one. My, Oh, the magic. I believe it's called the magic. My girlfriend gave it to me. I've started that one slightly. So yeah, the big magic. I think it's called the big magic actually. Oh, um, is this, uh, Elizabeth Gilbert? Yes. That's right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Creative living beyond fear. It's absolutely amazing. Like if you are someone that is like yearning for creativity in your life, but don't feel that like you're a creative maker. It's so cool to read. I read it right before publishing my book last year. So I definitely, definitely okay, recommend Yeah, no, it. I just dipped into that one. I just, it's funny because that's the thing too. I also reread a lot of the books that I have and uh, I just love it, right? It just kind of refreshes your mind and puts you in a place to, okay, I know where I'm going. I know where I'm at. Let's keep going, right? So I don't know. I've never, you know, that's the thing. I've never read books 
Uh, obviously I had to read them in university because you had to, but all of a sudden it's just so much opens up for you. And I, and I tell people, you know what, if you've never read a book before, or you're not into it, just read five minutes a day or five pages a day. That's all you need, right? It's, it's your time. It'll take so many minutes, but five to 10 pages, that's just, you know, that'll get you a foot in the door to actually reading a book. Yeah, we may be overachievers in every other aspect of our life, but we don't need to be reading yeah. overachievers. <laughs> I never was, so no. But it, it's pretty neat, though, when you actually open the world of books up, you know, and it's just so many different stories and so much knowledge that are in that, in those books that just, once you open one up, it's kind of like, okay, what's next? I think that's why I have four on the go, because it's like, oh, there's so much to these, right? Okay. So as an alpha female, we're usually problem solving something. So what's a pain point in your life that you're problem solving for right now? I think that my pain point is my energy level and it doesn't, that's not really a negative thing, but I think that I can scare off people sometimes with that. Uh, you know, it's just my excitement and my happiness daily is there. <laughs> and it's sometimes hard to control because I just, you know, I think that everybody in the world has a story and I just, I love hearing, I love hearing people speak. I love to hear their positivity and their negativity and what have you. And I think that every day I find it, I'm always on a challenge, a challenge to, you know, question their negativity because, you know, if I have $5 left in the bank, I'm happy about that. As crazy as it sounds, I'm happy about that because it's like, I have $5, you know? So, um, I don't know. I, I just, life is interesting to me. So I just always want to burst out of my skin and just, I think I do it too, too. Well, actually too often, actually. And people are like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, lady, slow down. You know? So, well, so you have, if you have this like fascination for talking to people that are negative, like they probably don't have the space for your positive energy. So they're like, whoa, woman, what are you coming at me with? Off, yeah. Back off, lady. I think maybe that's, I think you're right. I think you're right, actually. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. I, and that, I think the more that we connect with uh, like-minded people too, that they're okay with us. They're okay with our energy and how we are and what we say, because we can't say the right, we can't say the wrong thing to the right person. You know, when you find self love and it just comes out and you put your blinders on and just go and, and love on people, that's all that it comes down to. Right. So I think I love on people a lot. <laughs> I do. And I, I know there's a, a place in time, but sometimes I forget. And that's what I'm working on. I really, really am. Well, it always happens. Like if, if you're full of positivity, full of energy and happiness, and you're approaching someone that takes a look at you and what you have, and they're like, Oh crap, I want that in my life. Then there's jealousy. Uh, you know, there's upset with where they might be. And instead of, you know, saying I need more of her in my life to then lift me up. They're like, Whoa, yeah. Whoa. What, what are you coming at me with? so true. That is so true. And you're actually making me realize that it's just, it's kind of sucks because you want everybody to be, you know, full of life and full of energy. Like, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where, cause it can, it's possible. It's possible. 
I'm sure we all changed, right? We weren't always like this. We changed and, and, you know, it's possible. And, you know, you just want to present it to people too, but you're right. If they're not ready, they're not ready. And you do run into that a lot of times too. Maybe more than, more than, uh, more than I have, I guess, but, uh, you know, that's the greatest part when you actually find somebody you connect with, right? Yeah, that's awesome. And I love that you're showing up in the world and just being like, you know what, I'm going to see past that like tough exterior um, and find out that story and um, connect with that person. So thank you for doing that in this world. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's because, it, you know, like I said, if that person had $5, if I had $5, there's always a positive. You have $5, you can buy five things at the dollar store. Give me a break. You know? <laughs> Yeah. And if, you, and if you listen to Gary Vee, you can flip those five things and make money back. So like there, there's a world out there that wants to help them. We keep going and that's just our mindset. Like that's just, that's how it works. Right. Oh my gosh. You're the lady. You're the lady. Um, okay. So this comes to the end of the show. It's been so lovely talking to you, but please tell our listeners before we end, what is your definition of happiness? happiness is loving yourself first. If you know, we have strengths and we have flaws, but we can't let anybody take or shine away. We can't, we have to stop listening to everybody and just really appreciate who we are, you know? And I think as humans, the hardest part of life is to love every inch of us from our physical to our mental to, you know, the whole whack. And, I don't know. I think we're a gift. We are all a gift, right? And we should be sharing our gift. But until you 100% love yourself the way you are, you don't adjust for anybody, then you can't, you won't have happiness, Hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So true. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing some time with us today. Thank you so much. I appreciate the time we got to chat. Finally, it's great. For the listeners of the Alpha Female Podcast, Audible is now offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial so you can check out their service. There's some amazing books like You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero or The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash alpha. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash alpha for your free audiobook. Thank you for listening to the Alpha Female Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. And I would love you to eternity and back if you would be so kind to open your podcast app of choice. Go do it now before changing to the next episode. And just leave me a rating and review. It'll help other alpha females find this podcast and join in on the conversations. You can find more of me at robinbaldwin.com and join us next week for another inspiring chat. Have a spectacular day.